0: Okay. Sorry about that. Good job. So yesterday we started to analyze the title of this week's Torah portion. The content of the Torah portion seems pretty straightforward. This week we're reading about the construction of the tabernacle how Moshe Rabbeinu gathers the Jewish people together, tells them that they all should be part of this effort. Everyone should donate towards this effort. But instead of the title of the Torah portion being tabernacle or build a tabernacle, the title of the Torah portion is gift, terumah, or donation. And we had a question, why is that the title? And the question is exacerbated. It's a greater question when you consider the fact that the purpose of the tabernacle was that Hashem should rest amongst the Jewish people. The purpose isn't that uh, um, we should give a gift. The purpose is that Hashem should, um, should, should be revealed in this world. And so our gift is not, doesn't seem to be the focus of what this Torah portion is about. But so we started to answer, even a possible answer, is that when you study about the temple, it's as if you built a temple and so uh, if the temple was built in stages, first it was a tabernacle, and there was a more permanent home for, and the second and the third and so um, so it seems to have some um, Yes, I'm sorry, this was addressing the second question we had. Why do we even study at all about the tabernacle? What's the point of this whole study of the tabernacle when the purpose is to have the third base amigdash and the tabernacle seems to be a, a matter of history? So to answer this question, we started to say that when you study at the temple, if you built the temple and the temple is built in the stages, and so until we study about it in stages, as it, you Maimonides, the way he describes the building the temple, he discusses in the laws of building the third temple, building the temple, he discusses all the stages of where it was, and and uh, he's teaching us how to learn about the temple. So the, the tabernacle is relevant because it is stage one. But we're not satisfied with, with, his expo- with this explanation. It seems that the whole discussion of the temple um, doesn't fit with the um, nature of Torah. Torah is eternal. And so there must be some intrinsic message, not just because it's a preparation for something else, but something that's relevant to us about the tabernacle itself. We want to know what's the relevance for us now, especially considering the fact that the tabernacle is forever. The tabernacle um, is only hidden nowadays. It was never destroyed. Meshach will come. It will be returned. It will last forever. So if it's eternal, there must be something about it that is relevant for us. The question is, what relevance does the tabernacle have for us now when our... Uh, trajectory is towards the third and eternal base of Milos. So why why the temple? Why the tabernacle? And again, why title this Torah portion with the name Teruma, which means a gift? When it, it's not about gifts, it's about Hashem um, revealing Himself to us. I know it's hidden. I really do. It's yeah. because our hearts are hidden. Ooh. Well, that's not the Gemara says. Gemara says the name of the Eight Sahara is hidden. It's a horror, Sneaky. But you, Yenishama, I can see it a mile away. Anyways, so uh, I can't, by the way. Yunushama shines a mile away. It's obvious. Okay, moving right along. So, what's the message of the eternal, um, what's the eternal message of the Mishkan, the temporary tabernacle? Why is that relevant to us now? the so answer is like this We find two passages in the Talmud about Hashem being revealed in this world. One passage says that there was a decree that Hashem made. The heavens belong to Hashem. The earth belongs to man. There's a separation between the two, and they can't possibly join together. And then Hashem nullifies the decree, and now it's possible for the heaven to come to earth and the earth to ascend to heaven. It's possible to connect the spiritual and physical. That's what Mount Sinai accomplishes. Another passage in the Talmud says no. When, when did the presence of Hashem become revealed in this world? It wasn't through the, uh, the, the beginning of the Torah, Mount Sinai. Rather, it was accomplished through the uh, building of the tabernacle. When Hashem told us to build the base Migdash, build the tabernacle in this world, that's when the Shechina, that's when the divine presence became revealed here. So the Rebbe says it's not a contradiction to each other. There's not a contradiction kind of because there's two parts to this process of Hashem being revealed in this world. Let's think about it. No one knows, no one talks about, there's no signs on Mount Sinai. Here is the holy spot where God gave the Torah, take your shoes off. We're not allowed to walk over there. It's not considered today a holy spot, although when Hashem gave the Torah it was a holy spot, and it says anyone who touched the mountain would die. However, today, is not considered a holy spot at all. There's nothing, it's, it's not a place that we are commanded to have a pilgrimage towards. And yet it's, it seems to be something really significant to us. However, the base Migdash, the temple, Temple Mount, is a holy place till today. And what's the reason for that? How come the Mount Sinai is not considered so holy? And the base Migdash is, and the answer is, is that. Um, When Hashem gave us the Torah, yes, there was an incredible revelation of Him. So much so that the whole world was touched by this. The birds didn't chirp. The angels didn't sing. Everything was enveloped by the words of Hashem. I am the Lord, your God. Everyone felt it. Everything was touched by it. However, that revelation was only because of Hashem. It wasn't because of the world. It was something that Hashem did with His power. Hashem desired to reveal Himself in the world. He revealed Himself in the world. Hashem has in, in the, the language of Chakira and Jewish philosophy, If God wants something, there's nothing that is there's nothing that is divine that is lacking. So if there is a potential, there's a desire, there's an activity towards making the world a home for Him. That activity is successful. It's immediately successful. That's true. There was a revelation. However, Hashem's intent in creation is only fully realized when the world itself becomes a home for Hashem. When, the, although the the has long stopped blowing, and the mountain is no longer considered holy, yet the Jewish people build a home for Hashem. They take their physical objects, the thirteen or fifteen components with which the tabernacle was made, and they construct the tabernacle from. What belongs to them. That's the goal of creation. That's the reason why um, these two statements of, this, of the Talmud are in contradiction. Yes, Hashem, it is possible for us to make a home for him. And temporarily there was a revelation of him. But the goal of creation is only realized in a tabernacle the Jewish people created. They make something holy. And that's why the holiness that they um, created lasted. They build a tabernacle. Oh, the tabernacle the Jewish people built remains holy forever. Unlike the Mount Sinai, which did not remain holy, the Mishkan the Tabernacle remains holy. This is um, connected to very much the title, the sixth Torah portion, the, the The idea of the artificial, the man-made holiness that we accomplish together as Jews here in this world the significance of this being Hashem's deepest intent creation and this fully um, fulfilling his intent creation, the unique character of what we're doing is, is represented by the word terumah. Terumah, terumah. which means gift, somehow that expresses more about God's intent creation than the word mikdash. The word based on mikdash does not indicate as much as the word m- gift, what Hashem's goal creation is, as we shall see. Why is that name so significant? So the word teruma has two translations. I'm using the word gifts, but the one to be literal, the translation of teruma means separation. And the word teruma also means elevation. So a Jew takes what belongs to him, not everything, some things, he remains who he is. And he separates, part of his belongings, and he elevates them. He says, this should belong to Hashem. So the word Shroom is emphasizing he's still here in this world, and he is doing something and elevating it to Hashem. So when Hashem reveals himself, there's nothing that's not touched. The birds are not chirping, the angels aren't singing, everything's enveloped. However, when man makes a gift to Hashem, it's not everything. It's what he gives, how much he gives. And That's why the Torah, we asked yesterday, the Torah should have first said the goal of the Torah portion. Hashem wants to make a a tabernacle. That should have been the first verse. And then the Torah should talk about the gift that we give towards the tabernacle. The reason why the Torah begins with uh, offering a gift, and only then does it mention the tabernacle, is because the the Torah wants to highlight the unique accomplishment of us making a home for Hashem. It's about, not about it being holy, it's about us making it whole. It, it's not about it being holy, it's about us doing and being involved in creating that holiness. In the language of Hasidus, there is When Hashem gives the Torah, there is the negation of existence. Hashem's revelation negates any sense of existence, all that you feel is the words of Hashem, the truth of Hashem. That, that was amazing. But the goal of creation is is that there should be, in language of the Hasidus, is that the world itself should become purified, that we should create a space for Hashem. So therefore, the title of the Torah portion is GIFT. It's about us elevating from the stuff that we have and giving it to Hashem. It's not about it's not about it being holy. It's about us creating that holiness. And it doesn't happen all at once. It has a lot to do with um, how you feel, what parts of your life you're able to give to Hashem, and how you give them to Hashem. You don't give to Hashem the same uh, way, the same things. Every person's different, and there are and there's different ways that they uh, um, connect, and, and the different feelings they have, and, and how they give. In the story of the Valshemtev, how uh, the um, story of the is that this shepherd boy who uh, was um, apparently a very lofty soul and Hashem brought his students out out to watch this boy and the boy said hashem i wish i'd give you something i don't have anything and all of a sudden this this boy suddenly has this coin in his hand it's a gift from heaven he's oh hashem now i don't give it back i want to give you this and then also disappears so so there is uh a, a a a possibility of of a a jew having such a lofty heart is able to give to Hashem in a way that transforms it physical that a fire comes out of heaven such a thing but then there's a uh, all of us back at the ranch where uh where our gifts are not the same that we give away things differently we, we and the way we dedicate what we dedicate in parts of life we're not ready to dedicate that there, there are all that we want to keep we, we don't want to let go so so the Torah reckons all the different things and the Torah wants to highlight that it's not the same kind of thing that people give things away in different ways. There is a harama, there's an elevation, there's a, there's a of the separation, and it's not done in the same way. OK, so this will help us understand why it's so significant to talk about the tabernacle, even though the Besamidash seems to be far more significant. It's a place which lasts, which is holy forever. has much greater holiness. It's eternal. It's true that the base of Midlash is an eternal home for Hashem's essence. True. However, there's something about the uh, place which is a, makes it a natural for holiness to be there. It's a place where um, Hashem chose. Hashem's choice already designated that place to be home. So you don't see so much the idea of it coming from man, which is the purpose of creation. However, making a home for Hashem in the desert, in the place which has snakes and scorpions, which represents the spiritual depravity of, of this place. And so how is there anything becoming holy in this place? It's only and only because we're making it a holy place. It has nothing to do with the space itself. And that's why it's, it's something which this message of the, um, of the tabernacle, being made in the desert, is an eternal message. It's, it's meant to tell us, you're in the time of exile. You're in a time when you don't see the same miracles that you saw in the time of the base of In our deserts, where we don't see a revelation, there's a doubled and quadruple, quadruple darkness, a darkness that's so thick you don't even realize it's dark. But in this situation specifically, even in the situation, and specifically in this situation, we have the power to make a home fresh up. And how do we do this? Through Truma, you giving it to Hashem. It's about your choice to give it, and it's about how, and it's about how you bring it up to Hashem. You can't give everything the same. Tafasta Tafasta. The Talmud says you try to grab too much, you can't do it. It's something that's minimal, meaning it's, 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 it's limited according to each person, according to their heart and what they give and how they give. And yet that's what Hashem wants, and that's the whole purpose of creation. So this is the message, the eternal message of the tabernacle. It's not just a prepar- preparatory step towards building the Beisam Mignosh, There's an eternal message of the, um, of the uh, tabernacle. The unique nature of what happened then was the gift. The Mount Sinai revelation had stopped, the chauffeur stopped blowing, and uh, it was a place of a, a spiritual desert. And the Jewish people are doing this on their own. The base of Migdash, that's when the Jewish people arrive in you know, a holy place, something that, that, that's naturally the, prone to receiving. and only. Uh, and the message we have taken there is as follows There are times in your life that you feel that you're in a situation of a desert, you're in a place where no man lives, what, which means what that means spiritually is, is that there's nothing. The man refers to the spiritual man. It means there's no revelation of Hashem that could possibly be in where you are. So you're in a state of absolute yeyosh, absolute giving up hope. There's no way Hashem can rest in me. So Torah says, no. Where did Hashem want to have a tabernacle? He wanted it specifically in the desert. It's actually interesting that the the Maimonides when he talks about everyone participating in the building of the Beis he says it has to be in the same way as a tabernacle in the desert. Now he references the, the tabernacle many times, but the only time he, he ta- calls it the, the tabernacle of the desert is precisely when he's talking about the gift to the Jewish people because he wants to underscore that what the, the re, even by the base of English, it's it's because it's coming from us that it's that it's significant, it's just not as noticeable in the base of English because it's a holy place that Hashem has chosen but what's unique about it is it's coming from us it's, 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 a, it's, it, it's, it's a OG model if you will was made in the desert that's what it's supposed to be the, the kind of thing that this is about is made by man from a desert like space and so too in our lives, you look at yourself you say I am like a desert, Hashem can't possibly rest in me, you've given up hope oh, you've arrived that's exactly where you need to be you know Sometimes you're, you're looking on your ways, trying to get somewhere, and you're circling, you're circling, you circling you can not find the spot because of whatever problem there is in the, in the, the, the technical side of this uh, app. And you're going back and forth over the same spot, and at first it says, you know, like you're, 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 you're 500 miles away, and it says, you, you've arrived. You know, like, it, it, it's, it's it's uh, that's exactly what's going on over here. You are feeling you're in a desert, and there ever since you've arrived, that's the whole point. Hashem will made the tabernacle in the desert because he wants a home that comes from us from a place where there's no possible um, there's, there's nothing about it that's holy and yet you by yourself you by yourself making a place of holiness that, that there's a greater light that comes from darkness and, the, the, and when you're in that spot in yourself and that can't possibly be holy oh that's it creates a greater light that comes from darkness and um this brings us to the holy desert. What's the holy desert? Well, on the surface, a desert is a place where people can't live. and represents a place where Hashem can't live. On the other hand, Hashem is not a person. So when we talk about Hashem being revealed in a place because it's a place that people can live, we're talking about a godly revelation that fits something that is manlike. In other words, we're talking about a way Hashem contracted himself, contracted his light, rather, to having ten spirits having something that mirrors the 10 spheres, the 10 soul powers that's in man. However, through making a home for Hashem in the desert part of your life, or when you're in a state of desert-like likeness, and you make that place for Hashem, so you're able to draw down a revelation of godliness, which is from the holy desert, which meaning which is beyond the spiritual cosmos, beyond the 10 spheres, and beyond the supernal man on the throne, so to speak. A revelation of the infinite light of Hashem to address the physical world and we should realize as much as the more we think it doesn't mean us then you know it means you that's never say the more you think it doesn't mean you that's why it means you that's it you you qualify if you think you don't qualify oh you qualify. Is that you get it that's the word you think about the gas station over there after the uh I'm talking about a great